Hello there, and welcome to the Habits and Balance podcast. My name is Nesca Santiago, and I'm happy that you're here. As you may have read in the title, today we will be discussing the importance of setting intentions, and particularly at the beginning of a new year. So, last week I was listening to a conversation between two people, and they were talking about their resolutions for this year. Basically, they were saying that they had none. Now, this shocked me. Maybe it's because I'm an organized planner myself, but I just couldn't understand how someone can have zero goals for this year. And of course, I understand 2020 was a difficult year, to say the least. But isn't this the perfect moment to assess and evaluate our goals? This way we can work intentionally towards it. Am I the only one who feels this way? This conversation made me question why I like to set intentions for myself year after year, and how can this knowledge be helpful to other people. Okay, so let me start off by explaining what it is I mean by setting intentions. I see setting intention as the act of expressing what it is that I want to accomplish. See it as setting a direction for your day, your month, or your year. It means to live with the purpose. Next, I will define all the necessary actions that I must take in order to reach these accomplishments. I see this as a way of transforming my so-called dreams into goals. I personally like to write down my intentions so that I always have something tangible to come back to. This is especially good on those days in which I lack motivation or I lose sight of the end goal. I choose to do this in a form of a vision board accompanied by a list of resolutions. The reason why I chose to do this in the beginning of the year is quite simple actually. This is the way that my mother has always taught me. And statistically speaking, New Year's Day is the most popular day to make anything intentional because it is the start of a new year. But in my opinion, the whole month of January is perfect for this. This way, you have time to recover from the holidays, time to think, and reflect on the previous year. I cannot even remember when it is that I started setting intentions. I just remember that my mom was always the one encouraging me and my siblings to do this when we were quite young. And of course, more often than not, you do not get to accomplish everything that you intended. But this is totally fine, there's always next year. For example, at the beginning of 2020, I wrote down that I wanted to visit Australia. Well, needless to say, that plan fell through the water rather quickly. I did manage to accomplish several of my intentions though. I mean, I managed to get rid of two bad habits that have been haunting me for some years now. Next to this, I had some educational goals that I reached, which made me very proud. But enough about me. You're not here to listen about my intentions that I set for the previous year. Now, why is it that some people swear by this and some people think it's a bunch of hocus-pocus? Well, I think it's purely about preference. Some people just don't want to plan their life ahead. And I totally respect this. I mean, to each its own. Do whatever makes you feel good. Am I right? Okay, so having said all this, you might be wondering... How can I set an intention? I did some research and there were some reoccurring tips. 
I have assembled the five most important ones, according to me, of course. And I also have to mention that these are the ones that I use myself when I set an intention. So listen very good. The first one is to write it down as detailed as you can. This can help you hold accountability throughout the whole year. You can write it out on a vision board, in a journal, or you can just make a note in your phone. I mean, make it as easy as you want. Personally, I love the feeling of writing on paper, so this is my preferred method. But feel free to be more modern than me. So next on the list is to be realistic about the time frame. Let's say you want to be a successful lawyer with your own practice. Ideally, you might want to achieve this within one year. But realistically, it will take you much longer. And this is totally okay. I mean, why rush? Be realistic. But there's a flip side to this advice though. Because you can also end up putting a time frame that is way too long. And this might be your way of keeping yourself inside of your comfort zone. This is why it's important to be realistic. So set a time frame that will challenge you, but is still feasible. Next step is crucial. Take action. I will repeat this. Take action. I think that this is the step that most people struggle with because let's be realistic here. Everyone can write down some good intentions. Everyone can plan a realistic timeline, but if you don't act on these, you will never make progress. And I get it. This is easier said than done. It took me quite some years to actually put my intentions into practice and I'm still learning here. Now. We have reached the most important tip of all. I might have actually needed to start with this one. Because it is to focus on what you want instead of what you don't want. In other words, sprinkle some positivity onto your intentions. It's so easy to focus on all the negatives in our lives. Trust me, I know this better than anyone. But in order for you to stay committed to your intention, you must look at the positive aspects of it. This brings me to the fifth and the last tip, which is something that I wanted to share with you personally. And it is to forgive yourself when you screw up. Because you're human, which means that you will make mistakes. Time and time again. But it doesn't matter how many times you fail at taking actions towards your intentions. It only matters how many times you decide to start over as if you didn't fall at all. Perseverance. It's essential. Because trust me, there will be some days when you feel like leaving all of this intentional stuff behind. You might want to go back to old habits. Oh, and by the way, if you want to learn why good habits are hard to maintain, check out the previous episode, episode 2. Okay, so now that we know how to set an intention, I want to discuss a few concrete examples. It could be something as simple as having more fun or to take care of my body. It might be something that has to do with your career. Perhaps you would like to create a balance or a better balance between your work and your home life. Or maybe you want to increase your confidence. It could be that you want to learn a new language. But whatever it is, it's important to just set your intention. 
I wanted to get some scientific proof behind these claims. After doing some research, I found a website of Balance Festival. And according to them, the beliefs we hold in our minds are converted into electromagnetic fields by nerve cells. And the brain broadcasts this information to all of the cells within our body. This is a direct quote from their webpage. So what this means is that the human body and mind are deeply, and I say deeply intertwined. According to some sociologists, even the thought of being socially excluded can cause us physical pain. I mean, imagine that. Simply put, this means that all of our thoughts have a direct effect on our bodies. So, when you decide to set an intention, you are communicating this not only to your mind, but also to your body. So imagine what you can accomplish if you combine all of this knowledge with the previous mentioned tips. Now, I don't know about you, but I am convinced. To summarize, setting an intention can make you live each day with a purpose. And you can do this by writing it down, taking action, being realistic about the time frame, focusing on the positive, and by forgiving yourself when you make a mistake. Also, your body and your mind are connected, so use this to your advantage. And remember, it's all about creating healthy habits and maintaining balance. See you next week.